even your high school stories are like, he can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> People are talking about Gideon and Bray, you're like, what? Huh? Huh? Was this a school? <laughs> this is not. It's not prison, right? This is a school, right? This is a school. Is, okay. Wow. You're beaten. What are standards? What are standards? I'm kidding. Um, so what are your standards? Okay, I'm I'm with Tabby though. I think I can't just hook. I can't do hook up with just a random. I have to actually know the person. At least have an established relationship with the person. Uh, maybe an acquaintance. Like I've at least know your name, your last name. At the very least. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't do like, I like you. That's fuck. No. Names. I can like you, and then I'll be like, okay, let me find out who you are. How the fuck I am I just like running at this timing? It's fucking. It's ten twenty. And my titles are running. Anyway. Hi, Larry. And we are rolling. Hi, Kanye. Hi, Mugo. Hi, Kanye. I, I was thinking about this uh, today. Yeah. And how we, you know, decided to use our surnames. Yeah. Surnames, right? I was like, okay, first of all, I cannot, even when I was like rehearsing on how I would introduce myself. I was like, ah, I'm going to do Mugo and not Larry. It, it, it hasn't resonated with me as much as I had thought it would when we started. The whole podcast, huh? Yeah, but it's, it's not in a bad way, though. I feel as though on some deep philosophical shit, it's like you being accustomed to like yourself. Like, this is this is the name you're given, so... Stick by it. Not really stick by it, but who is that individual and who was that individual um, destined to be okay. while you were being born? Or what did the name, what were the expectations tied to the name and are you staying true to those expectations and stuff like that? Yeah. Just, uh, all that because of wondering... Wondering, yeah, wondering. You, you say Mugo. You know, yeah, wondering why in the world can't I get myself acclimated to introducing myself as Mugo? Okay. How are you doing, man? I'm good. I'm doing well. Um, I'm just, yeah, just vibing, bro. Literally just vibing. Vibes. Right? It's a bu- people are busy. The coffee was lifted. <laughs> and then and then everyone was like, like we move. <laughs> we move. <laughs> well, I've been good. Mm-hmm. I, I wanna shout out every single person who has we have a couple of episode regulars and um I appreciate you. I don't wanna I feel as though they're the type of people who you know what? I'll actually I'll actually do what I do or how we do it on the podcast, how we um Introduce ourselves, Kanye and Mugo. And Mugo. Mm-hmm. So I want to shout out real quick. I want to shout out uh, Omani. Uh, I want to shout out uh, Kiriani, although that's how I call that person. Um, I want to shout out um, Gashora. I think Gashora is also uh, a, a regular. Okay. Um, there's someone else I wanted to shout out. I'll remember. I shout out my cousin Koi, who's regular on it. Uh, I believe 
Karaoke. Yeah, there's karaoke. Mila. Shout out to karaoke. Mila's a regular. Are you serious? Yes. Hey, shout out. How you doing, girl? You get in the bag, sis? <laughs> you get in the bag? Shout out to you. Uh-huh. Actually, like, I, was, I was chilling and watching, looking at, at our um, analytics and stuff. We have like guys who listen from random places. Like, you have Mauritius, Canada, Russia, Estonia, Singapore. Who lives in Singapore? Let's listen to us. That's incredible. <laughs> well, thank you. Aust- you have Australia, uh-huh. South Africa, the States as well. Mm. And obviously Kenya and Ireland. Oh, okay. I see I see the States ranks second. Yeah. To yeah. Kenya. Kenya then South Africa. Thank you guys. Thanks for oh, the support. Oh, shout out to Mohoro. Oh, of course. E- e- You're still white, sis. <laughs> We were actually talking about that today um, when we were kind of roasting you. Sorry. We were just like, the way um, Pan-Africans think about Africanism and, and just being African and black is completely not African. It's not. You know, like... Um, it's, a, it's another level of thought. Which, which sadly is... Why <laughs> But I'm pretty sure the person who will be watching this shit and being like, fuck you too. I know what I'm, you know, like. We're going to catch hands in the DM. <laughs> We're going to catch hands in the DM. Watch this space. Jeez. They're going to be like, you pieces of shit. Oh, but we love you. Uh, more power to you. I want to shout out someone else. I'll, I'll remember as we go on. Um, shout out to a producer, Tabby, as usual. Gang, gang 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 killing it one day one day you'll see her face yeah one day one day one day it's 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 on the way but for it's now she's a rumor <laughs> <laughs> yeah th- thank you for the interaction um and the you know consistency love and support um oh avery also avery is also a, a, con- a constant, constant Evie eve yeah Evie eve how but you do that i i don't, eve, I, I don't I, know i'm keeping it i'm keeping it surnames oh, bro sh- Oh, it's too late for that. Too late. But you can bleep it out. I'm not going to bleep it oh out. Oh, my God. She's going to get some serious followers on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, thank you, guys. I appreciate you. If if there's anyone that I haven't mentioned, uh, you know, just n- nudge me and, and I will shout you out. Oh, one person for me. Yeah. My, oh, actually, his name is Sean Kairigo. He's always in He like when he does running and shit, he listens to our podcast. Hey, more power to you. More yeah. power to you. Health. Health is key. Well. Really, yes. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah it's true. I was like, I was about to go like, what do you mean? <laughs> How was hiking? You went hiking. I went hiking recently. Yeah. Uh truly one of the worst experiences of my life. <laughs> truly. But it wasn't your first time hiking. It wasn't my first time hiking. It was the first time hiking in like eight months. <laughs> Yo, you know when guys said it's time for quarantine and self-isolation, chill at home. Some of us took it literally and we didn't go out of the house. Didn't go out of the house. Uh, we're just eating, having a good having time. Having a good time. Having a, having good, a good time. time. And my body was like, oh, this is, this is brilliant. <laughs> I love this. I can live with this. This environment is perfect for me. And then, honestly, I should have just like taken a, like a like a small little hike, maybe Karura or some shit before that. I was just like, nope, but no, let's do long or not. <laughs> Two thousand meters above sea level. 
almost passed out in the first 30 minutes. Like that has, you know, I don't know if you guys have hiked long enough, but there's a point where there's like stairs. Yes. At those stairs, I just sat down. I was like, I don't know. The guys I was with, I was like, you know what, guys? <laughs> just leave me here. You guys go up. Just give me the car keys. I go back to the car and sleep because I am did they, over this. Did, did they force you? Did they, did they like. No, they just told me, okay, you're almost done. Just finish, <laughs> just finish the stairs and then you chill at the. At the, at the summit. No, at the summit. There's a little tent. There's stairs and then there's plateau and then you go back up now to the pop 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 ah okay so okay. just to, just get the top get the plateau chill there and then if you feel okay you can go up so like you know what let's try it <laughs> let's, 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 yeah. let's try it let's try it i go up there i go to the plateau chill at like a little camp thing my bob had a sandwich and then was, my body was like here we go it's time to go so we, we got climbed up. I was I was singing songs and shit. I was having a good time after I had the sandwich. I went up to the summit. And then it was time to go around the ring. Cool. The crater. The crater, yeah. Cool. It started off really well. And then a point I was like, okay, I'm feeling a bit tired. Let me have let me have a monster. Let me have, I had I had monster. And I was like, let me take a monster, just give me a bit of energy to you know, Really kick this thing off. Cramp number one came through. <laughs> wow. <laughs> my leg was wow. out. Like you, you could literally see the muscle just like twitching and cramping. Wow. And just my calf and my thing. And I was just, I was walking to someone and then <laughs> it, I just shouted, cramp! <laughs> cramp, 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 cramp. And he was like, he didn't know what to do. He was like, oh. Oh, wow. Oh, I don't know what to do. So I just sat down and just chilled. And then like, after a while, it passed. Continue walking, and then you know there's a whole peak, there's a, that really high peak. Another cramp on the way. Up. Another another way. one. So I chilled then on the thing, just chilled like yeah, you'll get over this point. This is uh, it hurts, but you know, I can't go back. Yeah, you. I'm um, like you know that point is like literally at halfway. Yeah, because it if you go this way or go this other way, it's, it's the same the same thing. Things, yeah, so it's just like all right, fine, let's just continue. Then that happened a few times, maybe like four more times. And then by the time we go back to the point to go back down, I was like, you know what, guys? I hated this experience. I hate you guys for waking me up early in the morning <laughs> to bring me here. Wait, you hadn't even prepared for it like the previous night or something? Like you didn't even know you're going hiking the I next didn't day. Know I, was, I didn't know I was going hiking long enough. Okay. But okay, let me be honest. Let me be honest. I think I have to take, I have to take responsibility, responsibility uh -huh. for my own pain. Uh -huh. So last time I climbed long enough, I was about 15, 14, 15. I was in high school. Oh, okay. So in my head, as you woke up in the morning, I was like, in my head, I was like, I'm still 14, 15. <laughs> my body is still... You can uh, still do this. this is, I can do a run up this thing. No problems. Mad thing. My head, I was like, yeah, this is a 14-year-old body. Mad things. But then I was like, nope. <laughs> my body's like, no, my nigga. You're 25. <laughs> you're 25. What are you what are you planning? What's your what's your thought? What's your thought process in this thing? And then I started hurting. Mad things, mad things. So I then obviously went back down and then I was like, fuck this. I hate this. Then we went for a beer. And came back home. Okay. So that's enough of my pain. 
that, that's the worst experience in a long, really long time. Mm. Like a heartbreak I can deal with, but that. You want to compare that to a heartbreak? Yes. Are you serious? It was quite. It was intense. horrendous. It was horrible. It was really bad. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Well, I, I would hike all day. And Your body not, will betray you. And no worries. I, I am, I am very okay with physical pain. But if it Jesus. transits to emotional pain, I'd rather not do that. You know those kinds of people that would rather, you know, like on the extreme, on the extreme of it, it's like they'd rather um, slap themselves or like whip themselves. Oh, that thing for like guys like you don't smoke, you like yeah, like the rubber band, like stuff like that. So it's really weird. It's not. Oh, do you want to physically put yourself in pain? Like it's okay. It's like. There is like a chemical th- whole thing. There's, it, it's it's a, it's a physiological thing. It's an entire thing that I can't explain because I don't have the facts. Okay. But I'd rather do that. Let me Google how to hurt yourself. No. Why would you do that? <laughs> Effects. <laughs> why would you do that? Why would you? There's a meme. There's a meme I saw of that, by the way. There's a meme I saw of that. Uh-huh. Uh, it was, um, I think it was a comparison between Google and Bing, and it was the the search the search term was um, I think how to commit suicide or how to harm yourself or something. Uh-huh. So th- on Google, the results were don't. There's someone who loves you. <laughs> on Bing, like shoot yourself, hang yourself, <laughs> painkillers. <laughs> Your wrist. <laughs> we have you have options, my friend. You do not lack <laughs> options to kill it. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I thought, I thought, I'm with Bing on that one. Wow, no, I'm with Bing on that no, one. No, bro, I'm with no, Bing. no, no. There's no need for that. There's no need for that. But yeah, I would rather go to, through physical pain than <laughs> like experience emotional. Nah, bro. I completely like the way I have. You know, the way I exist right now, I have completely um, barricaded any kind of emotional, romantically speaking, emotional pain. I'm just like, nah. Oh, it's going to hurt like a motherfucker when it happens. I know, right? It's going but, to but, hurt. But, hurt. I'm taking out the when and focusing on... It will happen. I, it will not. I you, stand by... You heard it here first. I think <laughs> season two, episode 10, titled... Women in sh- <laughs> Women deserve it. <laughs> Start starring Larry. <laughs> I, nah, don't worry about it. I got you. I got you, Larry. Episode 10, season 2. I got you, Larry. You'll watch this and be proud of me. And be proud of the fact that we had things to do and we had a life to live. <laughs> wow. I feel that strongly about it. Yeah, but but okay, okay, cool. That was that was interesting. Yeah. That was amazing. That um, was interesting. It was a fun experience, I have to say. So mm. then I think afterwards I was like, after the pain and all the hurt, after everything healed, I was like, I decided to now take it take fitness seriously so I can go do it again and finish it in a short amount of time with and without the pain. Hmm, okay. It pushed me to be like, I can't be defeated like that. I was like, I can't let an inanimate, inanimate object 
Give kick me my so ass. <laughs> that hard. Mm, no. Mm, mm, so okay. soon, maybe December or January, I'll do it again and kick its ass. Okay. Good for you, man. Good for you. So, with all that, dilly dally. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. We're talking about our topic of today. We're talking about money. As you have read, the As title of the somewhere here. The title for those who are on YouTube. Anyway, um, we're going to cover five different points or more, depending or more, on how, how the conversation how, goes. The podcast. Yeah. it's going to go left, right, everywhere. True. But the main ones are: what's our personal views on money? Uh, what are the effects of classism on the outlook of money? Uh, what is the privileges of money? And is there such a thing as living beyond your means? And what are our own fi- personal financial plans? So basically, we're just going to have a conversation surrounding money. Yes. Money, 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 money. Right. Um, money. Shout out Donald Trump. Why? Because that was the theme song for Apprentice. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. You want to you wanna kick it off? Oh, yeah. Um, I wanted to ask, what do you defi- how do you define money? <laughs> money is paper. No, I'm joking. Um, I've always, actually, that's a thing I've always been struggling with trying to actually understand. Because the, there's a notion that, an understanding I have that money comes and goes. So to me, money is not, you know, there's things where, you, like, my laptop can hold it, you know, my glass, alcohol, um, my phone, all these different things, like th- things I can physically hold. But bef- I couldn't get them without money. So money is something I couldn't hold that let me hold something. I don't know if that makes sense. Money is something that you couldn't hold? hold? That gave me something to hold. Okay. But you can hold money, bro. You, you can, can hold... But the, look, look, 10 minutes ago, maybe no 10, maybe an hour, two uh-huh. hours ago, uh-huh. you had 100 bob. Where's the 100 bob? I gave it to the shopkeeper. But I was holding it. But it's not something... You see, the phone, You, I have this. I've had this thing for almost a year now. Plus, I had this laptop... Maybe not that long, but I've had things for longer than I've held money. That's what I mean. Ah, okay. So it's what money gets you, not oh, necessarily money. the money, like money itself. Exactly. Ah, okay. Okay. So for me, money is not, money is something that is powerful, but is not, it shouldn't be powerful. In everything that we have, everything that everyone thinks about is driven by money. You know, from sex to work, um, and also just literally life. But isn't that how the... Should it be that way, though? Yes. Could there not be... <laughs> Obviously, I can't, I can't put up an alternative because you've already built an entire society of, you notice of how, life without money. You notice how I just jumped into capitalism's corner? Like, capitalism! Yeah, and then the last episode, you were like... I was like... Fuck! Capitalism is... What is the point of capitalism? <laughs> what is the point? It means nothing to the table. It's like, but listen, like, but listen. But that's why I think... Also, my, I was joking, though. It's the same thing, money, also, same thinking, money in excess is unnecessary. 
if you have money to live by, that's fine. There's no point in having money when you don't know what to do with it. Then it just becomes unnecessary, necessary wealth. You know, you have wealth that you know that can is helping maybe a, a community or your family. It's fine. But then you have money that's your family is fine for generations, but they still have excess. Then what's the point of that excess? You know? I am completely with you, but for sake of argument, I am going to be the devil's advocate in this case. Okay. Um, and it's going to be interesting because now I'm in your shoes and you're in my shoes. Because yes. normally... It's the other way around. Yeah, it's the other way around. Um, I was joking about the uh, money and sex thing. It shouldn't be like that. But for this episode, I'm going to p- play devil's advocate as best as I can. Okay. Let's uh, see your best argument. Let's see it, right? Yeah. Um, I would also define money as how you've defined it, a means to an end. And most of the time, in surplus, it gives you privilege. Um, of course. Like yes, on a basic understanding level, right? It gives you access to a whole other life that's... Would otherwise be inaccessible exactly. if you did not have it. Yeah, and I agree with that. And that is how the society is structured. We are out here looking up towards anyone who has more than we have financially, and citing them as a source of inspiration. I want to be like this person because they have it's an amount of money, right? Yeah. Excuse me, and I think. That system exists if people did not really view money as important, then those people who have that excess amount of cash would do everything they could to dispose of it. And since they don't, they, with their newly found power, they, or their newly found resources, they find ways to um, expand the boundaries of how we see the society or how we see life. Because it's, it's wealthy people who most of the time, not all the time, but it's wealthy people most of the time who introduce us to new things that we would otherwise not even think about. You yeah. know, like a really high-tech kitchen or, you know, um, heated floors. So I think with that, you have to, they bring that thing of I think you've heard the concept of exclusivity, the, the Joneses. Yeah, keep, keeping up with, with the Joneses. Joneses. Yeah, exactly. yeah, hundred percent. So, when a, a lot of a lot of us are influenced in terms of what we purchase and what we aspire to have by those people, by those people, and it's so many. It's actually a lot of things you talked about, like the topics you're going to cover in terms of you know living within your means and um, the privileges of money, but. That whole concept of keeping the Joneses, it's dangerous. I think it's inspirational. I think it's very dangerous. It's very inspirational. It gets people awake four in the morning, bro. It's like, bro, I got to hustle. I got to put in the work. My, my, my daughter cannot go to a kindergarten that does not serve fries and burgers for lunch. I mean, you... you 
Just not talking about us. We're talking about society. Shh, shh. There's no need. There's no need. There's no need to bring up my past. There's no need. We're here together. We're here together. We're here to in the same place. All I'm saying is there's no need. All I'm saying is, as much as. <laughs> Yeah, fine. Expose me. Expose right? Me. Expose me. Go no, ahead. No, but but of all our friends, who doesn't know? And it's not something that you put out. It's something that's just very apparent. Even your high school stories are like, he can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> People are talking about Gideon, but you're like, what? Huh? Huh? Gideon? Was this a school? <laughs> this is not. It's not prison, right? This is a school, right? This is a school. Is, okay. Wow. You're beaten. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, like in, in the same light, no one would want their kids. It's every single person always says, "I want my kids to have a better life than I did." I agree. I generally agree with you. I think if you look at the concept of the Joneses, this this is the line: the Joneses. You're looking at the positives. I genuinely believe the negatives to it. I think there's a movie I actually watched called "Keeping Up with the Joneses." And the premise of it is this family, they're paid by a corporation to go to a neighborhood of, in suburbia, America, and they're given the most expensive and the best of everything. And their job, so they, it's, they're, they're, built, they're built family. So this guy, actually the guy from Californication, isn't it? And another actor, Jennifer something, Jennifer Connelly, I believe, and other people, and, and two kids in that family. And their job is, the kids, the job is when they go to school, they come with this new iPhones, new products, so the kids can tell their parents to buy them this product. And then the husband and the wife in this family, built family, go to golf clubs and wife goes to the book club, whatever thing, with all these new cars, or this new TV, whatever, new golf clubs, whatever, to now make their friends buy this product. And a, a story of one of the people which this guy was talking to, he put himself into serious debt to buy what his supposed friend had. And he ended up killing himself. And the same, the lady that he, the man died was forcing her husband to buy things and jewelry, whatever, that this other lady had. So the negative is people... Because they see their supposed peers with at a certain level, they feel they need to do what they need to do to get that point. And a lot of times they don't do the, they won't do the hustling thing. They take loans or whatever and put themselves in a really bad corner to achieve that level of the Joneses. And I think that's why I believe it's really, really dangerous. Because there are points people, they can't tell reality delusion and that's that line and that point is really really dangerous as I said before yeah I get you and I agree <clears throat> I do agree that um, there is a sense of expectation with regards to what living a lavish life gives and this I do not speak from experience I'm speaking from um, understanding of what people have said about wealth and um, the people who 
are also wealthy, what they talk about and how they, you know, explain like, okay, cool. Yeah, you have all this. But then psychologically speaking, if if you're overexerting yeah if you're over exerting yourself to a point of getting into debt you know deeper and deeper into debt just to sustain a lifestyle that you can't sustain then of course that's going to be detrimental 100% but that in itself is not um it's not a defense and the reason why I say it's not a defense is because most or all people, matter of fact, I generalize it and say if we if if we can classify people into the upper class, like upper echelon, and then middle class, and then the lower class, anyone from middle class and below are not taught anything about finance. There's no conversation that revolves around this is what money is. And this is how you should approach money. Because most of those people in those levels are just working to fend for themselves and fend for their kin. But wealthy people are able, because they, ha- they have it in their lives, they're, they're, ab- they're able to go like, okay, cool. When you have this amount of money in the bank, this is, rather than just spending it lavishly, at, at least the, the 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 wealthy the reasonable wealthy people yeah. like don't splurge all of it so invest assets right all those different things yeah so in, in in for that what you said i i get you but i also think that it doesn't really answer the question or it doesn't really solve the problem of why people feel as though it's integral for them to keep up with the joneses it doesn't say, it doesn't tell them that, okay, cool, wanting all these things is good, but if you're, if you're struggling to get them and you're struggling to keep up with these things, then you're harming yourself more than anything. You know, if you're struggling to pay your own rent, but you want to buy an Audi or, a, or, or, you know... An Audi? An Audi. Oh, oh, oh. That's how you pronounce Audi. Yes. It's fine. Sorry. It's okay. It's oh, fine. Okay. It's okay. So <laughs> you want to like you want to purchase those cool cars but you can't fend for your own house rent then. Bad management. Yeah, but still, we don't care about that. That now it's now trickled down to our phones. Very many people have functioning phones right now. But they're always like, ah, oh, you'll always find someone just looking at someone else's phone and going like, oh, you have a really nice phone. iPhone users. But then... My guys. <laughs> but then the, f- the phone that you have functions pretty decently. It has a good camera. It has decent you space. You can make a call. You can send an SMS. It, right? What you can get you online. You can so check your emails. Yeah, then it, then it becomes, <clears throat> excuse me, then it becomes an, a branding issue. This person has this brand. This person has this model. So that also, like that. It's like, yeah. again, comes to the, down to the marketing of things, essentially. Not really. I wouldn't say marketing, though. I'd say, I, I would like, no, say. I'd say marketing. Look at, okay, with the example of phones. <clears throat> look at the. That's not marketing. It is. Look. It's, it's, it's not it's, marketing. It's been marketed enough to a point where an iPhone is 
all over the world is considered a premium product. It, Even yeah. though, I'll, as an Apple user, I have, like, have to admit, the Android phones and other product phones that are better than what Apple is putting out. But due to the marketing that it's shown to be an exclusive product, that's, you can't tell me I'm lying. I'm, I'm going to say this. There's a book called... Uh, f- um, um, what? Rich Dad Poor Dad. No. Oh. There's a book called... Um, <laughs> it's by Simon Sinek. Find, not, not Find Your Why, but Start With Why. Mm-hmm. And it explains why Apple is seen as a premium product. It's not a premium product I, that's because... What said, that's what I said. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm about to... Okay. It's not a premium product because it's marketed as a premium product. It's a premium product because of the culture that surrounds Apple. It's the people who buy the phones who have a certain lifestyle that make it premium. It's not the phone. The, yes. When Apple, Apple does not advertise their products as premium, they advertise their, their products as beating the status quo. Their okay. adverts are not like premium. Their adverts are like beat status quo, be different. That's true. So it's the premium... St- notion of it doesn't come from the company itself but the people who believe in the company the people who buy apple products left right and center you know so it's not marketing but i i get i get what you i get what you mean when you say usually even there's there's a i think it was lamborghini or something um there's a there's a luxury car brand that do not do adverts it is lamborghini right mm-hmm. and and ferrari maybe also. I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. And and um, I think it was the CEO was asked, why do you, don't you do adverts? And he's like, the CEO was like, because our clientele is not sitting in front of a television. Yeah. Like they know their clientele is, is not going to be like, what is the new Lamborghini? They just go to the dealership or wherever. <laughs> yeah. So with regards to that, I would say, it, now it's the people who do not have, necessarily do not have a very good understanding of money or finance those are the people who take apple products as premium those are the people that are going to go like and i'm not saying you though i'm not saying you i'm not saying you i'm not saying you but i'm saying i am holding my tears right now i'm not saying you because i know you and i know your background but i'm just saying people who you know it's like it's it's less of the product and more of what it means. Of how pe- it's more of if you have it, how people how see we you. exactly how people see you. exactly yeah. It's more of the branding. So in in that case, now those kinds of people find themselves if they can't support that lifestyle, then financially they just dig themselves into a pit and it just goes awry for them so much. Yeah, what was the next thing we meant to talk about? I think we covered privileges of money, but anyway, we go back. We haven't to that. covered privileges of money. Um, okay, so the next point was talking about how people of different classes essentially view money. Mm, okay, how do you think people view money? I think from different classes. If I was to explain how people view money, I'd, I, I'm a film guy. I studied film, um, and I work. You know, I'd say I work in the film industry, and a lot of things I put out as examples are films. So I'd put out as an example of how I, how money is if people view money in terms of class, would be the movie by Justin Timberlake in time. Mm, 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 mm. Yep, yep, yeah. And if guys have what if you haven't watched it, um, 
the concept is in this world that they've created is money is not money money is time and at the age of currency t- currency, currency is time yeah money is time and at the age of 25 you stop aging and your clock starts running and at that point you have to work to keep your clock running to stay alive once your clock runs at zero you're dead so that's how you see money if you and when the main character main protagonist um was living in his hood he mentioned that people were always running to get things done because they didn't have time and then when you move to the other side where people had 100,000 years or 1 million years or whatever they took the time to do anything they played poker with time they because they bought were took an immense amount of time to buy it and the metaphor of that really stood out in t- to me for me it was to ever just watch a movie about money there's the big short there's both wall street but that one for me stands out in terms of how society views money and you have the 1% who have all the money and they take the time to do things whilst the people who don't have money are rushing to essentially survive so that's how i see so lower class people the money outlook is i need the money to survive where the up 1% see money as i have the money to live my life i don't i don't know if that makes sense to you it does and i understand um so that's your definition the people who have enough money have more time or enough time to do whatever they want in their lives to live that to, live. to literally live their life and people who don't have do not have that money they're not living the life okay. they're surviving okay hmm. um i have built an armor he cannot break this one it's not an argument <laughs> <laughs> um i agree with you and i've also watched the movie and i really loved it even though i feel as though i need to watch it again just to be reacquainted with the entire plot mm-hmm. but um i agree with you i feel as though excuse me people who have Okay, I don't know whether this classification still works currently. So there's an upper class, middle class and lower there's class. There's upper middle, there's an upper middle. Right now, right? Yeah. But I don't think it's in Kenya, is it? It is in Kenya. Okay. So now there are four. Trust me, yeah, there is. Okay. So um I feel as though these four or three three or four classifications traditionally. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Um I feel as though those classifications have their own definitions of finance. And even though some of those definitions can bounce around, uh mostly can trickle down from the top to the bottom. Because I feel as though the people at the top will not understand, especially if they're born into that class. Mm-hmm. It would be very hard f- for a person who's born into that to argue on the behalf of a person from the lower class if they haven't experienced it firsthand. True. It's very easy for 
a person who hasn't seen the uh, who's not born into wealth to talk about wealth because it's the thing that is pushed down our throats the most both in the media in stories film as you said in music in media like in because uh-huh because you hear guys who'd say, if I had money, I'd do this. Right? You never hear someone say, if I didn't have money, I'd do this. There are some people like that, though. Who say, if I didn't have money, I'd do this. Yeah. Like even the, like the Buddha is from, the Buddha is from that line of thought. Mm. The Buddha was a prince, gave it all up, and became enlightened and had the most fulfilling life ever. That's true. Okay, money is not, money is not everything. Let's not jump. Let's not jump the gun. Please. Let's, let's, not <laughs> let's not end the episode. <laughs> let's not end the episode. Um, fair enough. Fair but, enough. Um, but I feel as though, for me, those classifications really determine how you see finance. Um, I come from a family where, okay, I I, I don't want to. <clears throat> Okay. I don't want to jump because there's a part where we talk about our own finances. Yeah. We can segue into that. Yeah? So, yeah. This is not an order. It's just Thank a you. point Thank of you. what you're going to talk Thank about. You. So I come from a family where, where like there's some of us who have done really well with their, you know, like financially speaking, they have um, worked till they were able to build their own houses in really nice neighborhoods. Others have traveled abroad and, you know, they, you know, have a life, which is amazing for them. (laughs) The only thing that you see alters this is when we all come together and then you see the people who have financially set themselves in a good space. Every single time, they offer to provide for things and then the people who do not have that much money are always, they always, most of the time, most of the time they feel, um, what's the word? They feel... Inferior? No. Oh. They feel, uh, and I keep forgetting, when you feel as though you deserve, entitled. Oh. They feel entitled to the finance that the family member has made for themselves just because, like, we're family. And... And so, and this is also something that I've seen somewhere else. It was in, uh, this is also something that I read in Robert Kiyosaki's book, The Rich Dad, Poor Dad. The poor always feel as though they're entitled as fuck. And the poor will always go, the money that the rich have should be given to us. That's Mm -hmm. something that always goes on. And that's something that is always in every single if you're sticking to those classifications, it's always there. You will always hear a person that does not have enough money tell their kids, this family, it will will never be to the the rich family's benefit. It will always be the detriment of their image. The the mm-hmm. the parent will always be like, ah, oh, you said that, nene, 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 and he will always taint them. Like, oh, he stole money from whatever, right? Yeah. And of course, it does go both ways. Yes. Of course, the the rich folks will always be like, don't roll with yeah. those poor guys they and stuff like that. Doesn't work hard enough. Exactly. Yeah. Of course, there's that, but um, it really does go two ways. But from where I stand, it's very clear to see that anytime someone. And this doesn't really have to go with finance. Anytime someone has a little more, you're always like, yeah, 
Yeah. There's always something that just triggers you and you're just like... Mm. It's like... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, um, that's how I, I would look at it. Um, I do feel as though that's not how it's meant to be, but that's just how it is. So for me, I define it as a classification thing, like like a classism kind of thing. That's that's how I look at it. Okay. I think it comes to classism and how people view money. It's one of those things that there's no right answer. I think there is a right answer. I think. Not not. What do you mean? Okay, I should have let you finish. Keep going. Jesus. <laughs> Calm down. Jump to conclusion. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Like each each level, you have people who think differently like if you look at the lower level lower class you have people who, like you're saying who feel entitled that their money is owed to them when the same on the flip of the coin are people who said I'm here I need to get there they don't feel entitled but they feel they need to work to get to that point and then if you look at the top I really I did, I, for me I don't know how to classify the middle it's really they're a really difficult difficult group to I think it's pretty easy those are people that live from check, uh, from check check. check check, but have a little to spare. The poor live from hand to mouth to some extent. Okay. They don't have any extra. They can't spare anything. But the middle, they can say the the people who have savings, the people they don't necessarily have the the freedom to invest. Because sometimes investments take cash. There are people nowadays, motivational speakers are like, you do not need money to invest. You need Bitch, money. you need money to invest. Money is everything. You need money to invest. So, yeah, I'd say the okay. middle are those people who do not have that much leeway. So, okay, let me go to the top and then I'll, as I talk at the top, I'll figure out an argument for the middle. Um, I think and for the top, you have people who believe that where they are is right and they're humble about it. And then there's people who are absolute dicks about where they are and essentially make the people below them feel like they're not inferior. inferior. Yeah. Then you have the middle where people, middle is a very slippery slope because if once live up, you're at the bottom. And then one... That's true. Like the coronavirus did that to so many people. people. It did. It did. Whilst one lucky strike of whatever idea you have, you send you up. So them, that's why I struggle. I can't really, for me, yes, I get understand your definition, but for them, it's, they're at a point, they're at a, what's the word? A limbo. Where, wherever they're in life, something could happen that sends them down, sends them up. They have no security to stay at that particular level. You get. But in the same breath, you could also argue that the Wealthy also are in such a place because they could lose their wealth for one reason or the other. It can happen. It, it's not really likely, it's but likely. it can happen. Some, like, it'll take a lot. Okay. It'll yeah. take a lot for him to go down. Okay. Like if Bezos, Jesus Christ, how much you have to lose to get to become a middle class? He's the richest, richest man in the world, apparently. Currently, not ever. I wouldn't know. Mansa Musa was the richest man ever. Anyway. A black man. A black man. From Mali. <laughs> okay. um, but someone at that level, to go back down, take 
a really shitty situation. And for him, where he is now, if you look at how he got to where, like, in the beginning of this year, 2020, and where he is now, he's not as rich as he was. He has a, he has a company that allowed, that flourished because of coronavirus. Being a part, but still needing to buy things. He has a company that allowed social distancing and to give you your products even while you're at home. And he made so much money. And I'm sure when he came up with Amazon, he did not think such a situation could give him that much money. Ever. I, don't, I would love to, I'd love to hear him say, yeah, yeah. I totally thought about it. But it's one of those things where it's like, it takes one good thing to send you. Well, not in this case. But <laughs> he, was, he was there, but it took him, it sent him to an upper echelon of wealth. Of wealth that is now currently unmatched. And that's post-divorce. I'd like to point that out. So if she stayed, I mean sis would have the bag, but anyway. She's still very wealthy. She's a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> but how much more of a billionaire would she be right now? Can she if be she, satisfied? It's just cheating. I mean, <laughs> forgive. Buy a new, buy an expensive thing to move on. You know, it's it's amazing. <laughs> Can't you just be satisfied? You're already in the billions. You already won. What do you want next? You won already. What, be comfortable. I mean, it's just one. No, that's uh, not what I'm saying. Oh, so, oh. we're on we're on a different oh. wavelength. I'm saying, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, I'm saying, you already have billions. There's no like, calm the fuck down. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and, which and, is impossible, but still, because with the amount of money he has, technically, with terms of assets and how much he could technically cure hunger, world hunger. They all could. That's, that's why I'm, that's why I come back to the point of what, when is it too much? They all could. All those people could solve all the problems. A lot problems. of problems in the world. Yeah. Yes. All, like if they, they just said like we want to dissipate all these things, they do it. Easy. But they, you make money out of problems. A hundred percent. Otherwise, that pharmaceuticals a, would not exist. <laughs> hashtag capitalism. A hundred percent. I love agree. capitalism. I Isn't it capitalism. great for everyone? <sighs> it's a fucking pain in the ass. I feel as uh, even though it's 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 a very good motivating factor with regards to innovation and and mm-hmm. and consistency and all these things, all these great industrious things. It gets to a point where it's just harmful for days. It does become harmful. And people just suffer. So, yeah. Um, There was something you were saying with regards to um, the upper echelon and how you look at the middle class being iffy. Yeah, so saying like, up, like up, what middle class, you have people who either good with their money and they're humble with their money, like Warren Buffett, this kind of guys. Um, and you have guys who are just absolute dicks with what they have. But then you have, in terms of middle class, I think there's an issue with that where they have that thing of living beyond the means and, that, and, they, and they, in particular, are most influenced by the whole Joneses thing. 
that we talked about prior, where they feel um, they want to look a certain way to society and they, they put themselves in situations that are not healthy for them to have that image. Because they're in the middle. They want to make themselves look like they're up there, but even though they're really not. And that's... Most people want to actually look as though they're up there. Exactly. Yeah. Even though they're not, but... And then, like I said, they put themselves in situations where, bro, you're not... What you're doing is really more... Harming you more than anything else. So, yeah. That's, I how, that. that's, how, that's how I see how the classes look at money. Okay. I get that. I, I feel as though... Um, the the again this is coming this is this is third party ooh charger this is third third party information um you you want me to pass uh, no, I'm good. you good yeah um I feel as though the the people in the lower lower class want it but don't have it the middle want more of it but are struggling to have it and the top want more of it. I don't think as I don't feel as though very there are very few individuals who are content. I think like contentment with it comes to money, I think that's an evil of it. Is there's you never there's never enough. Enough, yeah, that's true. That's true. And when you have like if you can buy um yeah, th- that's actually basically that's very true. If you mm-hmm. If you have some, you want some more. Yeah. Um, because it's good to have more than what you have. Right? Um, so maybe there are some... And of course, I feel as though there are some individuals who are out there and they feel as though <clears throat> they're very okay with what whatever they can get and whatever they have access to, which is very okay. Um, but the majority of people who work who are constantly working and constantly setting goals are always like, I want more. I want more. more, more. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I feel you. Do you feel as though that will ever change? No, I think we have put ourselves in a really shitty cycle that honestly is impossible to break. Necessarily impossible. I think there are people who have managed to live and fend for themselves without a lot of money. You know, guys who have, of course, of course, of course, managed to survive without it. Of course, but they're, they're actually the majority. <laughs> yeah, there are very many people who have managed to, to fend for themselves without money. Th- those are th- like, if you really think about it, even though we wanna, it's like take. <sighs> Look at the population distribution of the world. Yeah. Cities are not larger than, you know, countrysides. Cities are very... Compact. Yeah. And so, even though there are more people in those places, a huge number of people in those cities are not living comfortably. Some of them are... Struggling. Yeah. Una struggle. You know? <laughs> so, like... <laughs> even even though we want to say that cool yeah like they're wealthy people to be very honest 
there are the majority of people are just struggling out here. Majority of people is just like, woo. Yeah, it's really where yeah, is this finance? Wow, it's really hard out here though. So that comes, I would, I, that, comes that comes that as a smooth segue uh-huh. to the last point. Financial plans. What are your financial plans? As where you are now. In all honesty, I've always wanted to be part of the one percent. <laughs> I think I think everyone I think, everyone wants to be part of the one percent. But I almost taste it. I'm all, I'm almost like one percent. Money. <laughs> Money. 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 Uh, <laughs> um, when I fantasize about a utopia for me, I'm always like I'm earning a hundred thousand dollars a month hey. on passive income. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's. Me fantasizing a utopia from your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> from your there mouth, there is none but the Jehovah. universe. Yeah. You know, on a on a like on a good day, I'm always like hundred thousand dollars on passive income, guys. It's, this is not like I've worked. This is passive income. Just chilling. Just chilling. Dollars. How much is that in shillings? It's a hundred million. Not ten million. Ten million. Ten. Yeah, yeah, ten million. Ten million shillings are provoked. Shillings. Must be nice. I think a, a, a passive income. I know, I'm provoked. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, for me, that's... Like when I'm fantasizing and I'm just in a matatu. <laughs> I'm just in a matatu. Like, that Lambo looks good. I, I'm just like, ah. <sighs> that AMG, bro. <sighs> that AMG. That Dubai holiday, that Tahiti holiday is going to look good. Like I, I don't even yes. worry about those things. The thing is, I I don't give two shits about the like the expectation of when you have money. That's not what I care about. Okay. What I care about is the comfort that it comes with. The fact that I can go to a real estate agent and say, "How much is this?" But there's a, there's a famous saying. I don't know who said it, but it's. I think something you should really think about that you, if you're looking at a hundred thousand dollars. No, no I'm saying when I fantasize on a good day, more money, more problems. Exactly. A hundred percent. Let me tell you, there's another wise, I have a rebuttal to that. Thank God. <laughs> there's another wise human. That <laughs> no, no, said, problems. no okay. that said when you, when you're born, problems begin. There is no single choice. Wait, who existence. Said that? Uh, his name is Mark. Um, I forget the second name, but I have it. I have it saved. Marco Polo. No. Oh. The author. Uh, the the author to. Uh, how to how to. How to the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Uh, okay. Yeah. I have, now I have to. Find I've that heard name. of the book. Yeah, his Boss. the person's the person. Mark. Mark. Yeah. Mark. Talk about money. We have upgraded here. What? Right? Subtle. The subtle <laughs> art of not giving a fuck. Mark Manson. Yes, Mark Manson. Related to Charles Manson? No, I don't okay. know. I wouldn't know. But Mark Manson put it very... He said, it's not the absence of problems that... Life is not the absence of problems. There's nothing... There is no path you can take. None. Even if it's the most fulfilling one, there's none that isn't is absent of problems. So when you have no money, that's a problem of of its own. <laughs> when you can pay rent, that's a problem, problem of its, its own. own. 
when you have excess, it's a problem of its own. So he advises, pick your problems wisely. So whenever you, you pick a path, you pick a purpose, just be very intentional with the problems you're picking. Don't pick something, hold on. What? Oh, you're charging? Okay. Don't pick. Don't make a decision thinking that once you make it, it completely dissolves any problems that you have. So for me, I am completely out here like I want the hundred thousand dollars a month problem. You know, existence. That's not a plan, really. It's just a, <laughs> that's a fantasy. A fantasy. <laughs> um, maybe it may come true. I I wouldn't know. Ah, what I do know that can come true is. Uh, I, after I left high school or I discovered really early that I had no sense of um, or no sort of <clears throat> financial education and financial education is not being taught how to, how to work but financial education is being taught what to do with the money that you earn um, and what just having a clear understanding of how to handle your finances and understanding that you know Understanding the difference between liabilities and assets and all that. So um, for my financial education, the little that I've done, my priorities currently are geared towards investment. And currently, the way the world has evolved, we can invest in very many things, starting with stocks. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So my, my financial plans, right? Yeah. Yeah, so my financial plans involve investing to the point where I can earn something like $1,000 in passive income. A month? Yes, a month. Okay. But, but they, it's not usually div- devised like that, but yeah. So strictly invest till I can earn $1,000 a month. And $1,000 a month in Kenya is a lot of money or is enough money to live comfortably, to live comfortably if you mitigate your expenses. Yeah, if no. you mit- if yeah. Okay. yeah, if you mitigate your expenses, choose your neighborhood wisely and whatever. You can live comfortably on a thousand dollars a month. But yeah, that that's that's where I'm looking at my priorities currently. Yeah. Uh I think for me, um I'm a strong believer in multiple sources of income. Uh-huh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, you know, obviously with whatever career choice you've decided to take on, as for you music and myself, um filmmaking. I also do filmmaking, bro. Okay, sorry. Thank you. Music and filmmaking. <laughs> <laughs> take that back. Music and filmmaking, as for me, filmmaking. Um and then having other avenues of making income. You know, uh if it's agricultural um, because I'm, uh, I'm trying to get into agriculture in once, once, whatever shape or form. Um, so you're gonna be a farmer. To, yes, logically, I plan to. Um, obviously, that's nice. With this as well, with with, with its growth, uh, should it come to a point where it makes its own income, then so be it. There'll be another source of income: podcasting. So just creating and looking at avenues where, and setting up avenues. Let me just say, setting up avenues where income can be generated easily. 
that's from multiple streams from multiple streams that accumulate to it can i can't say i can't say i want to make $1000 a month cuz shit happens what do you mean i mean shit shit happens but you can say that you want to make a certain amount of money i i think that's okay more of goal <laughs> if you say okay maybe maybe 3 maybe 3000 to 4000 dollars a month yeah okay of whichever income sources i make that's notice the, that's, we haven't given the, these timelines so it's just out there timeline timelines because i think it comes to timelines yes there are times where timelines do make sense but and as humans we may have time and may be limited by time depending on what happens to you but it's up to you to be smart and see how you utilize your time whatever time you have to make whatever income it is so i'm not I'm not going to say I'm going to rush myself. He's going to pass in front of the, uh, we, pass in front uh, of the uh, camera. Wait, yeah, I'm waiting for you to happen. I'm waiting for you to happen. You can't just stand. <laughs> it's fine. It's Go fine. Um, <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Ah, there it is. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I don't... I'll say you were saying with I'll say time... I'll say in that... You're saying with time... Yeah, so I think... Because I think I had a conversation with you before earlier where you can have an expectation of what you want things to happen by, but it won't happen. But you still have to be able to have the patience and time and to, to allow that growth to happen to whenever it happens. And the example I gave was, um, as time of recording... Currently, the biggest game that's being played at the moment is called Among Us. What? Yes? Among Us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a really small game. It's not even... Like, it's such a simple concept. And it's a concept that's been played around with for a while. Where guys... Where guys... Excuse me. Where guys... Um, good night, fam. Good night, man. <laughs> where guys are on a cruise... On a, on a ship where they're supposed to find someone who's not supposed to be there, an imposter... And imposter gets to kill these different people and devote. It's a pretty simple concept. And I found out that this game was this particular game was made about two, two and a bit years ago. And it took two years for it to become a worldwide hit, above Call of Duty that's been released in other games at the moment. So it's one of those things where that's why I'm saying like. The time thing you can I'm sure the guys who developed this game were like oh this is a really good idea maybe in the next six to seven months this game will be huge but nothing happened but it took them two years to get to where they are now where now why they have to be like oh shit now we need to focus on this game and develop this game and put in new different things for people to have to enjoy this content so that's how it comes down the thing for time timelines and stuff I think it's good to have a set guideline but allow yourself to be flexible with it I hear you but I'd say this um, and I'll use the Among Us example mm-hmm. that you've used um, by the time they had released okay this is of course this is third hand information so I wouldn't know what the develop, uh, how the developers view their current um, situation? No, no, yeah, yeah, or their current newfound, you know, uh, popularity. 
But I'm pretty sure at the time of release, they had defined, excuse me, maybe, probably, they had defined their um, achievement or what we call success. Um, they had probably stipulated that this amount of downloads would define achievement or success to us. And these amount of players and, you know, recurrent players would define achievement or success to us, right? But anything that came plus wasn't added. There's something that people always misconstrued as success. Okay, so... We that, all have our different. I'm going to ask a question like, what? How do you view success? What is your view of success? I recently came a, a, across information that changed my perspective of success. Um, success. You can wrap this up. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Success is. Um, we are told. We are taught that success is usually a goal, and it's a point of arrival by arrival i mean when you have a thousand followers success usually but okay um so does success is not definitive it's a point success usually is subjective um okay hold on i i just had to use my dictionary exactly so the dictionary says it's an obsolete, it's, it's obsolete, it's a noun, it's something which happens as a consequence, the outcome of a result. Mm-hmm. No, no, the outcome of something or a result. Success. Yes. Okay. So if you, if, if you, if you define success as buying this phone... You're successful. Yeah, you're successful. And usually it's very subjective. It's like... This Each is, person has a different view of what success is. Exactly. Okay. But the society right now has defined success as finance. Finance. True, yeah, true to this episode... If you have money, you're successful. Yeah, right? Which is not true. So uh, in that same example, if you want to tie in time with it, if the Among Us developers had already defined what achievement or success was for them in their time frame, then they were already successful. Mm-hmm. Time usually is... There's some things that are usually out of our control. If you, if you released a film today and it had on the premiere night, your premiere night sold out, Mm-hmm. That would be a success, right? It would be, yes. And in the time that you stipulated for your marketing, you'd have been achieved your success, right? True. All of a sudden, it's picked up for uh, an Oscar. It's nominated for an Oscar. In that sense, that's already past your time. In your mind, your success was premier. Premiernight. Yes. So if anything that comes after is more is more of an achievement than what you had already stipulated as your limit of success, then what would you define that? Wouldn't you still define it as success? So successful success is a moving goalpost. That's how that's how that's how I understand it. Yes. So successful success is not I've hit I'm making this amount of money salary. And the success will be like now the next once you've hit that point, it's like, okay, to be successful again is to make even more money. In, in, con- in a contemporary context, yes. I, however, have a completely different definition. Me too. What is your definition? I think, I think I had this conversation once. Well, those car rides. Um, right. You asked right. me, <laughs> you asked me so, like, what do you view success? And I think 
I, I remember, unless I was drunk, doubt. Yeah. I don't drink and drive. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, what I answered was happiness. It's okay, yeah, yeah. I think to actually be happy, no matter where I am, is success. 100%. I'll, I'm going to go back to how long ago. One hour ago, <laughs> when I said, um, what did I say an hour ago to that point? Give me a second. It's fine. I, I had it. I had it. Anyway, um, it's going to come to me. After we're done rolling. <laughs> anyway, it's um, gone. It's gone. It's gone. But yeah, happy, I genuinely see happiness as, as, as a success. Okay. Yes, money, having money, taking my kids to a good school where they eat burgers and fries for lunch is great. But in the end, when it all comes down to what it matters, am I happy? If I'm not happy, was it worth it? Mm-hmm. If I am happy, then definitely it was worth it. I don't want to question if something is worth it because I want to be sure to say that I am happy. That's how I see success. That's oh, amazing. That's how I'm trying to see success. It's difficult, but that's how I'm trying to get there mentally. That's amazing. I, 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 def- I define success as the completion of an activity. Um, so for me, when I'm done recording a song, I'm successful. When I'm done and I, and if I'm done mixing a song and I like the result, I'm successful. If I'm done doing the dishes, I'm successful. (laughs) However, I define achievement as a different thing. Achievement for me now is the, how many people have listened to this song and how many people have liked it. How many people have? Don't I don't care about the numbers, but it's the. Did you enjoy the song? Do you appreciate it? Exactly. Yeah. And I, the the metric of achievement and success to me have completely been, you know, separated, and I'm made to understand that achievement is what people contemporarily define as success. So when you have a million dollars in the in the bank, people define that as success, but it's actually an achievement. You've achieved this. So mm. having the, the ability to separate those two can lead to happiness. If you're able to understand that a premiere, a successful premiere night is an achievement, then you're like, cool. The success is doing the film. The success is actually doing the film, finishing the film, having a complete yeah, product. A, having, having a physical DVD or whatever. Exactly. That's success. Everything else that comes after is an achievement. achievement. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like it's that. interesting, right? Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. I, don't think I, ever, I don't think I ever thought about it like that. But the happiness, I, I, loved, I, I, I think I respect the fact that you... I don't think... I'm, I'm glad that you view happiness as a metric to you know, look at how you know, successful you are. I think that's, that's healthy. E- to some degree, it's healthy. <laughs> It is because happiness is happiness is very ephemeral. It's yeah. just like sadness, but at the same time, it's a good thing. It's better than alternatives that exist. True, you know. So yeah. So I think yeah. that wraps up this episode. I'm I'm gonna let you guys in on a little secret. Before we started rolling, he was like, "What is there to talk about?" <laughs> <laughs> he was okay. And granted, granted, when we started the episode. 
the first 15, 14 minutes, we spoke about your hike. Oh, yeah, we did, yeah. Right? So it's been an hour of talking about money, and yes. Yeah. That's so how the cookie crumbles. That's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah? So, yeah. I had fun this episode. More than I thought I would, actually. For real? Yeah, I thought you were going to talk about, like... Stock Boring exchange, stuff. <laughs> exchange rates, like, oh, the rand is rubbish, bro. <laughs> what is happening? To, <laughs> the dollar is weak. It's stronger, actually, the right now. Dollar to shilling. Yeah. Dollar to pound. Really bad. What do you mean? I mean, recently I got money in pounds. Uh-huh. And, and I, then I changed it to, to dollars. To dollars. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my God, this is bad. I've just lost money. Are you serious? Yes. I haven't checked these exchange rates. It is bad. I was really... So Neither have you. You, you. you, you're okay. Oh, lanes, huh? Yeah, yeah lanes in this year. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know the, I know the rate. I know that the shilling against the dollar is really bad. Simply because that's Shilling against the rand is really bad. I, I really feel bad about that. Yeah? I remember like when I moved to SA. Well, yeah, now we're talking about classes. Um... Like the conversion was one sh- five rand. Was it one five shillings? No, just ten shillings to one rand. Mm. When? When was this? Two thousand five. Oh, and now, now it's like six or five. Six shillings to one rand. Yeah. So that's not a bad thing. It's a bad thing for the Ken- Oh, for the rand. Yes. For the rand, it's yes. bad. Okay. Okay. For the rand, okay. it's really bad. Okay, I hear that. Yeah. Well, because I used to come back in holiday, I was like. <laughs> Hella, hella. Who wants to blow some money? Hella chooms. As a, as a summer bunny. Summer bunny for days. Now it's just like... Oh, uh, well, there's a friend yeah. of mine who said that uh, um, our commander-in-chief is leaving us in a worse situation because of all the, the debt he's accruing. Oh, there's another one. As apparently. We, as, as we record. Yeah, yeah. as we record. Apparently the there's another one. Third? The 2nd of October. I think it was... France? France. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a video where Macron ap- acknowledges that he has a good administration. Uh, and I'm, I'm so annoyed. I can't wait. You need, to talk, you need to do an episode where you talk about the government because, oh my God, I have so much anger in me. I, have, I will so have nothing to say anger. about it. I'm just going to rant for like three hours. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and people are just like, yeah, we, we are fucked. Uh, we are 100% fucked. We are, you know. Financially. We are just bending over, yeah. splitting them cheeks. <laughs> but we love Kenya, don't we? Where's the, where's the thing? There we go. There we go. That's an essay. It has essay on it. No, also. it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't? This is Kenya, purely. Oh, okay, okay. My bad. And you can, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thanks guys for watching this episode and listening to this episode. Um, uh, what's it out? Kenya out. Yay. Uh, much love, much love. More power to you. Uh, have an amazing week up ahead and keep keep the interactions up. We we love it and we appreciate it we a appreciate lot. The feedback, guys. yeah, a hundred percent. Till next episode. Cheers. Stay Bye. safe. Bye. Bye.